Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I'm your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually with our guest scorekeeper, Mason Cook. Mason, how are you this morning? I'm doing very well this morning. Just started my spring break and starting it off right with some nice trivia, you know, here here in this fine morning. Yes, I think we're all on spring break now, um, which is very nice. We've also not done this podcast in a hot second, and that is because I had my master's recital to deal with last month. Um, and now that I'm past that headache, I can get back to the important things in life, which um, is basically just trivia and tea. Uh, so with that in mind, let's meet this week's contestants. First, we have Jordan. Hi. I'm happy to be here. This is my the first thing I've done since spring break started, and I am nervous, very nervous. Well, thank you for being here, Jordan. I'm, I'm glad we're starting off your spring break right. Uh, and uh, we also have Joanna. Hi, my name is Joanna. I am a first year master's at University of Southern California, and I attend with Jordan and Matthew. And um, I, yeah, I'm excited, nervous, uncultured, but ready to learn. <laughs> well, thank you both for being here today. As with all of our regular episodes, we'll have four rounds of questions today, each with a slightly different format. And so without further ado, Mason will explain the rules for round one. All right, round one is our first general knowledge round. Correct answers will be worth 10 points apiece. Uh, contestants will receive five questions on a wide variety of subjects. All righty, Jordan, you're up first. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Question one. In which city did J.S. Bach's two extant passions premiere? A, Weimar, B, Köthen, or C, Leipzig? I think it's C. That is Leipzig. correct. Uh, the St. John Passion premiered on April 7, 1724 at the Nikolai Kirche, and the St. Matthew Passion premiered on April 11, 1727 at the Thomas Kirche, both in Leipzig. Question two. Which of the following novels was not written by William Faulkner? A, The Sound and the Fury, B, The Catcher in the Rye, or C, As I Lay Dying? I go with A. Um, no, it was actually The Catcher in the Rye, uh, which oh. was written by J.D. Salinger. The other two mm. were Faulkner novels. Question three. The area that is now St. Louis, Missouri, was first colonized in 1764 by fur traders from what European nation? A, England, B, Spain, or C, France? Mm -hmm. Really tested me <laughs> on my home city. Um, oh my gosh. I'm going to say England? Uh, it was actually France. Um, and uh, France handed the area over to Spain that year. And then after France's defeat in, uh, after France's defeat in the Seven Years' War, it was then given back to France in 1800, and in 1803, France sold the area to the United States as a part of the Louisiana Purchase. Mm. Question four. Which of the following muscles pulls the tongue forward? A, the genioglossus, B, the styloglossus, or C, the hyoglossus? Um, I think stylio pulls it up. Genioglossus, hyoglossus, hyoglossus. Oh, my God. I'm going to say the genioglossus. That is correct. Uh, it is connected to the chin and is responsible for pulling the tongue forward. And finally, question five. 
What German city, which is historically part of uh, Swabia and currently in Bavaria, lends its name to the primary confession of Lutheranism? A. Nuremberg, B. Augsburg, or C. Rottenburg? And I will tell you that this question was written by my brother, which is why it's a little more challenging. Can you, can you repeat the question? Yeah. What German city, which is historically a part of Swabia and currently in Bavaria, lends its name to the primary confession of Lutheranism? A. Nuremberg, B. Augsburg, or C. Rottenburg? Let's just give it to C. Um, it's actually B, Augsburg. Okay. Um, Mason, can you provide a brief explanation? Uh, yeah, the uh, a lot of Lutheranist doctrine was sort of standardized in the city of Augsburg. The Augsburg Confession is sort of the primary uh, core tenets of Lutheranism. Uh, very famously, a copy of it was translated into Russian and sent to the Eastern Orthodox Church to see if there was a... a their uh, doctrines were compatible. They were not, and they were declared heretics, in fact, so. Very good. Thank you, Mason. All righty, Joanna, are you ready for your five questions? Yes. All righty, question one. Which of the following symphonies by Gustav Mahler includes the song Das Himmlische Leben, sung by a soprano soloist? A, symphony number two, B, symphony number four, or C, symphony number eight? B, symphony number four. That is correct. The work premiered in 1901. The second and eighth symphonies also include voices. The second has a full choir plus soprano and alto soloists, and the eighth symphony is his famous Symphony of a Thousand and features a full choir. Question two. Which of the following novels was not written by Robert Louis Stevenson? A, David Copperfield, B, Treasure Island, or C, the Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. A. Uh, that is correct. Uh, David Copperfield was written by Charles Dickens. Oh, Question nice. three. Question three. Which of the following Normandy beaches was one of the sites of American troop landings on D-Day? A. Gold Beach. B. Omaha Beach. Or C. Juno Beach. Omaha Beach? That's correct. Um, Americans landed at Omaha and Utah beaches. British troops landed at Gold, Sword, and Juno beaches. Question four. Which of the following is responsible for closing off the nasal cavity from the oral cavity? A, the uvula, B, the hard palate, or C, the soft palate? C, soft palate. That's correct, otherwise known as the vellum. Vellum. And finally, question five. The Apple One, Apple's first home computer, was originally sold for what price? A, $444.44, B, $555.55, or C, $666.66? A, $444.44? No, it's actually C, $666.66. Steve Wozniak. Uh, really liked repeating numbers and was unaware of the religious significance of 666. Huh. There you go. Well, that's the end of round one. Mason, can you please give us a score update? Sure. Uh, still anyone's game. Joanna, though, has an early lead with 40 to Jordan's 20.
Alrighty, now it is time for round two. So Mason, can you please explain the rules? Uh, sure, round two is going to be our directed round. Correct answers are worth 20 points apiece. Uh, contestants will get five questions each on uh, the same subject. And if a contestant gets a question wrong, it can be bounced back for 10 by the other person. Alrighty. Uh, so we haven't done uh, a round like this in a little while. Um, and so I thought it'd be fun to bring it back. Uh, about, mm, I guess that was almost two years ago, we did a round that was uh, famous events that happened in the year 2004, I believe. Um, and so I thought I'd pick another random year. Um, and you're each going to get, you're both going to get five questions on famous events that happened in the year 2009. So I hope you remember that year. Mm. Uh, Jordan, you're up first. Are you ready? Yes. Alrighty. Question one. On June 25th, 2009, two famous deaths occurred. Actress Farrah Fawcett died at age 62. And what king of pop died at Pepper age Jackson. 50? Yes, that is correct. Um, Jackson's physician, Conrad Murray, was convicted in 2011 of involuntary man manslaughter for administering a variety of sedatives to Jackson to help him sleep on the day of his death. Question two. On November 16th, 2009, what second installment in the Twilight film franchise premiered? Oh, Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn. I think it was New Moon. That is correct. Uh, and uh, the, original, uh, the original film had premiered in 2008. Question three. On January 29th, 2009, what governor of Illinois was removed from office after being arrested on federal corruption charges? Um... Governor of Illinois, I have absolutely no idea. Okay. Joanna, do you know? No? Uh, this was Rod Blagojevich. Uh, he had attempted to sell Barack Obama's Senate seat after he was elected president in 2008. Um, mm. And uh, Blagojevich ended up going to prison. Fun fact about this, um, the day after this happened, I went on a school field trip to the, muse to the museum, N-E-W-S, EUM in uh, Washington, D.C. And uh, there's there was a room in this museum, which is no longer there, um, that has headlines from all the major newspapers across the country. And every single one of them had Rod Blagojevich's face on it. So I remember this very specifically. Anyway, that's my fun fact. Question four. On April 9th, 2009, what sitcom starring Amy Poehler premiered on NBC as a mid-season replacement? Um, sorry, Amy Poehler. Oh, Amy Poehler, uh, Parks and Recreation. That is correct. Uh, the show ended up running for seven seasons and 126 episodes. And finally, question five. On February 2nd, sorry, February 2nd, 2009, saw the premiere of what still running reality competition series hosted by the titular judge? Reality series, titular judge. Oof. Is it RuPaul's Drag Race? It is. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race is on its 15th season and has spawned numerous spinoff series based across the globe. All righty. Joanna, are you ready for your five questions? Yes, Jordan, you slayed that. Wow. Here we go. Uh, at the 81st Academy Awards on February 22nd, 2009, what film starring Dev Patel and Frida Pinto and set in India, one best picture. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Jordan, do you know? Is it um, 
Oh my gosh, wait, Dev Patel, is it? It's not Life of Pi. Um, is it? I don't know. Uh, it's not Life of Pi. This is uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, yeah. Uh, the the film follows Jamal Malik, <clears throat> who goes on the Indian Hindi version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh. Yeah. Question two. At the same Oscar ceremony, who posthumously won Best Supporting Actor for portraying the Joker in The Dark Knight? I do not remember his name, but I remember his face. Oh, God, I'm so bad with movies. Um, I don't know. Okay. Jordan? Jordan is a documentary girl. Um, <laughs> it, it was Heath Ledger. That is correct. Um, Heath Ledger died on January 22nd, 2008 of an accidental overdose of medication. Question three. On January 15th, 2009, Captain Chesley Sully Sullenberger successfully landed U.S. Airways Flight 1549 in what river, saving all 155 people on board? Is this in America? (laughs) Yes, this is in America. (laughs) What river do we have? We have the Mississippi River. Missouri River, um, LA River. <laughs> that would be quite something. Um, can you give me a hint? Is it like in the Northeast, South, Midwest? I, I, I don't think I'm going to give you a hint. Okay, the it's a, Charles- it's, a, it's a river you've heard of. Okay, Charles River or the Hudson River. Oh God, so many choices. What's his name again? Does he sound like a Northeastern person? Um, <laughs> uh, the, um, he goes by Sully, uh, uh, Chesley Sully Sullenberger. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Sully is the nickname. Sully Sullenberger. I would say <laughs> Charles River. <laughs> no. The Charles River or Mississippi? No. no. Jordan. Okay. It was the Hudson River. And can I quickly divulge into why I know this? Please. I was scrolling through TikTok, as I always do, and that (laughs) it was the clip from the movie, Sully, starring Tom. Tom. Oh. I watched that clip like three times, and I was like, oh my gosh, he was so calm. (laughs) So that is is why that is fresh in my memory. There you go. Uh, Dubbed the Miracle on the Hudson, U.S. Airways Flight 1549 struck a flock of birds shortly after taking off from LaGuardia Airport in New York City. Captain Sullenberger, knowing he couldn't make it back to the airport, ditched the plane in the Hudson River, and all 155 passengers and crew survived. And as Jordan said, uh, there was a movie starring Tom Hanks made about that event. Question four. Three days after Fawcett and Jackson's deaths, what pitch man, famous for his OxyClean commercials, died at age 50? I'm going to have to pass on this guy. Okay. Jordan, do you know? You can see his face. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea what his name was. Okay. Billy Mays was this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he died of, of uh, heart disease at his home in Tampa. And finally, question five. On November 27th, 2009, what golfer crashed his car into a fire hydrant and tree near his home two days after the National Enquirer published a story claiming he had had an extramarital affair? The only golfer that I know is Tiger Woods. That is correct. Um, (laughs) 
Afterward, he took an indefinite leave of absence from golf the following month after the fallout from the scandal. Wow, rough life. Yeah. Uh, So there you go, 2009. that's the end of round two. Uh, Mason, can you please give us a score update? Mason. So this round really shows how fast things can change in this game. Uh, Jordan now has uh, opened up a nice lead, uh, 120 to 60 over Joanna. Uh, still very much anyone's game going into round three, though. All righty, and now it is time for round three. So Mason, can you please tell us the rules? Gladly. Uh, Round three is our second general knowledge round. This time, correct answers are worth 30 points. Uh, Each contestant will get five questions worth uh, 30 points apiece. However, if you get it wrong, your opponent can now bounce it back for 10. uh, 15. 15. 15, Excuse me. 15. 15 15 points. Yeah. Okay. Jordan, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Question one. What interstate highway begins in St. Louis, Missouri, and continues southwest towards Springfield, Missouri, and Oklahoma City? The amount of times I've driven whatever highway this is. Okay. Okay. Um, 72, 71, 70. Why does 64 sound right? Um, I'm just going to say I-10. Uh, it's not I-10. Uh, Joanna, do you happen to know? No. Okay. I uh, do want to throw a random number out there. 64. Uh, it was not 64, though that is <laughs> one of the interstate highways in St. Louis. Uh, this was I-44. Um, um, it runs uh, 633 miles from St. Louis to Wichita Falls, Texas. Wow. Yeah. Question two. On March 15th, 1917, Nicholas II abdicated the throne as the last emperor of what country? Last emperor of, I'm going to sound so dumb in this game. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Last emperor of Prussia. That is correct. Uh, (laughs) uh, This was a part of the Russian revolution that led the country, uh, led to the country withdrawing from World War I and ultimately led to the formation of the Soviet Union. Yeah, Tsar Nicholas II. Question three. Julius Caesar was assassinated on March 15th, the date that is known as the what of March? The stabbing? Um, hold on, hold on, give me a second. Okay. Um, did he get stabbed 14 times? Um, I don't know how many times he got. Mason, can you find that out? Um, Julius Caesar, the, the blank of March, yeah. the murder... The assassination of March. Yeah, no idea. Yeah, either you're going to know it or you don't. Um, Joanna, (laughs) do you know? (laughs) Oh, gosh. The crucifixion. I don't know. No, No, I'm going to pass. I I had a hard time wording this question. Um, uh, This is called the Ides of March. Um, I-D-E-S. Mm-hmm. Uh, its name indicates the first full moon of the month. Um, and Caesar's assassination was in 44 BC by a group of Roman senators. Uh, Mason, yeah. do you have information? Uh, yeah, you know, but beware the Ides, as they often say. Uh, but uh, no, uh, Caesar was stabbed 23 times. Uh, and the, the full assassination had at least 60 different senators in on the conspiracy. There you wow. go. Uh, Question four. 
Nominated by President Bill Clinton in 1993, who was the second woman to become an associate justice of the United States, the United States Supreme Court? Oh, um, the second woman. Sorry, what year was it again? 1993. 93. Oh, um, not RBG. Was it Sonia Sotomayor? Not Sotomayor. Joanna? Pass. Are you sure you don't want to take a guess? I don't. I'm horrible with names. I'm probably going to say like Sandra Renonsky or something, but she's like an opera singer. Yeah, that's this, <laughs> the, no. Um, uh, uh, it, it was it was RBG, actually. Yeah, oh, she's been like she was on the Supreme Court since like the 30s, basically. Okay. Uh, no, just since 1993. Um, she served in the court until her death in 2020. Uh, Sandra Day O'Connor, uh, who was nominated by President Ronald Reagan in 1981, was the first woman to serve <laughs> on the Supreme Court. Mm. And finally, question five. What corporation, better known for making cat food, attempted to move the St. Louis Blues, which it owned at the time, to Saskatoon before the league forced them to sell? Um, this is one of those categories that I grossly overestimated my knowledge. <laughs> um, Focus more on the... Uh, uh, known for making cat food part of the question known for making cat food um pure purina that is correct yes <gasps> mason do you want to explain because you wrote this one yeah uh so purina actually owned a professional sports team back in the day and so they the blues at that point were having a lot of issues financially or yeah, and not to mention ownership was actually losing a ton of money at that point because Purina stock was also tanking. Mm. So they attempted to move the team to Saskatoon. They basically stripped all the St. Louis operations bare. In fact, they even missed the draft that year because they were so intent on just, you know, getting the team out of town. And everyone hated it. The, the fans hated it. The state hated it. It, and the league hated it and the other owners hated it. And so they basically all came together and kicked out the Puritas and forced them to sell to local ownership in St. Louis and prevented the whole move from happening. There you go. Thank Here you, Mason. Go this Blues. is the NHL, by the way. I don't know that we mentioned that, but National Hockey League. All righty. Uh, Joanna, are you ready for yes. your five questions? Yes. Okay. Question one. U.S. Highway 101 used to extend south all the way to San Diego, but since 1964, the freeway's route from Los Angeles to San Diego has been superseded by what interstate highway? Um, so the freeways that go south are the 110 and 710. Wait, but then the 110 stops. I'm just going to say the 110. Not the 110, Jordan. I don't drive here, um, but I am more than happy to throw out a random number. I'm going to say the the 10. Uh, not the 10. Uh, <laughs> this is the 5, Interstate 5. What? Yeah. Yeah, US 101, the 101, uh, still runs for a total of 1,540 miles from Los Angeles to Olympia, Washington. But yeah, the I-5 goes all the way down uh, past San Diego, actually, to the Mexican border. So there you go. Don't you don't drive the five very much? No, I avoid it. <laughs> that's that's, that's very fair, actually. Yeah. Um, I try to avoid it as well. Question two. 
Which amendment to the U.S. Constitution, ratified in 1967, deals with the presidential line of succession? Amendments. Um, well, we have that is separate from the Bill of Rights. Oh, my goodness. I would say I'm going to throw a random number. Fifth Amendment. No, the Fifth Amendment is part of the Bill of Rights. Um, uh, <laughs> Jordan, do you know? Um, um, I'm going to say the 26th Amendment. <laughs> oh, you're close. The 25th Amendment. Oh. Um, among, other things, among other things, this amendment provided the method for filling a vacancy in the office of vice president, which was used in 1973 to install Gerald Ford in the role. Yeah. And there are 27 amendments to the Constitution in, in total, to be clear. Oh. Yeah, the first 10 are the Bill of Rights. There you go. <laughs> Question three. What newspaper mogul built his namesake castle on the California coast in rural San Luis Obispo County? Can you repeat that question, please? Yeah. Sorry. What newspaper mogul built his namesake castle on the California coast in rural San Luis Obispo County? Honestly, the first name that came up was Hugh Hefner, but I don't think that's correct. So I don't know that I would call Hugh Hefner a newspaper mogul. Um, is is that your answer? Yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> okay. Um, Jordan, do you know? I um, sorry. What year was it? Did you say a year? Uh, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well then, um, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. Not okay. Um. This is uh, William Randolph Hearst, uh, Hearst Castle. Yeah. Um, built between 1919 and 1947, the castle's buildings cover more than 90,000 square feet, and it is wow. most impressive. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I strongly recommend you uh, go check it out at some point if you get the chance. Yeah. It's it like is four, a really four hours cool place. Of here. Yeah, it's, yeah, but it is definitely worth it to go to go take a look at it at least once. Yeah. Stunning. Nice. Question four. What large mural, which originally was commissioned for 3,000 ducats, begins with the drunkenness of Noah and ends with the creation of Adam? Um, what country is this in? <laughs> um, well, so th think, of, think of where murals depicting Noah and Adam might be. In and Europe, I'm assuming. And... <laughs> And the 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 price was three thousand ducats. Oh, ducats! Oh, oh goodness! What currency is that? I'm so uncultured. Um, um, ducats, ducats. Is that like? I'm gonna. I sound so ignorant. Is that like an ancient somewhere? <laughs> Wait, ducats. I think Mason's reaction tells you all you need to know. Yeah. So it's not that process of elimination. Let's get that out of the way. I'm just going to say a random country. Dukas, Joanna, come on. Um, murals. I'm thinking about like Michelangelo, but like that's not drunkard. He didn't draw those things. Um, oh, gosh. My armpits are sweating. I'm like so nervous right now. Okay. Um, Dukas, Joanna, you've heard this before. The, the, so the, the mural is in, a, is in a building. And if you tell me the name of the building, I'll give you the, I'll give you. I'll, I'll give it to you. 
I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass. Okay. Uh, Jordan. Sorry, it's been so long since the question was said. Can you <laughs> of course. Uh, what large mural, which originally was commissioned for 3,000 ducats, begins with the drunkenness of Noah and ends with the creation of Adam? Um, shoot, I don't know either. Um, I think, it's, is it in the one in Paris that just burned down? I feel like that was somebody else, though. I feel like that was a different painter we're gonna say it was in rome um it it is in rome do you uh, <gasps> oh oh i have to elaborate further um yeah what well, if you give me the name of the building sistine chapel that is correct the sistine oh, chapel city uh, ceiling yeah i was about to say that oh well then why didn't you <laughs> guessing is free yeah Ducats really threw me off. <laughs> By the way, uh, that, I don't believe that's how you're supposed to say it. I believe it's ducats. Oh, yeah. Are you sure? I, I, I yeah. It's the it was the Venetian currency uh, that was one of the main common currencies of the Italian peninsula at the time. And oh. yeah, it actually was a for also a time it was a one of the main currencies of the Holy Roman Empire as well. Yeah, and it was indeed Michelangelo that painted the ceiling. So uh, I, I'm glad you got the artist right, Joanna. Uh, uh, I just need to trust my instincts. I know they're so intrusive, but I think they are. Uh, Joanna, okay, got it. Well, I'm glad we got there eventually. Um, <laughs> it's a bit of a winding road. Anyway, uh, question five. Uh, what World War II battle was the turning point on the Eastern Front, forcing the Germans to begin their retreat from the Soviet Union? Oh, ooh, um, Battle of Normandy? No. Jordan, do you know? <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Eastern Front? Mm, oh, I, I have no idea. Okay. Um, this is the Battle of Stalingrad. Um, yeah, of it. yeah. Uh, the battle was the deadliest of the war and lasted five months as the Ooh. Nazis Ooh. attempted to siege Stalingrad and were unsuccessful. I know that's right. Yeah. So there you go. That's the end of round three. Um, Mason, can you please uh, give us a score update? Well, uh, so uh, Jordan did very well that round. Uh, you know, that's uh, Kurt tacking out another 75 points to bring Jordan's total up to 195. Uh, Joanna uh, still sitting on 60 from the previous two rounds. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, mathematically, uh, some unfortunate news. <laughs> there, there are no longer enough points to, but hey, you know, uh, Jordan, you could go for uh, <laughs> you could you could go for uh, a spot in the tournament of champions, though, with the Ooh. round four. Thank you, Mason. That was great. Uh, well, it is now time for round four. So, uh, Mason, can you please explain the rules? Uh, uh, gladly. Round four. This is uh, the showdown. Each question is now worth 40 points. 
And and so both contestants will, uh, I don't know, lock in their answers somehow. You could write it down or something or just think it into being. And uh, you can use the note, notes app on your phone. People do that. Yeah. And then they will reveal it at the same time. Uh, all three questions will be given to both players simultaneously. Okie dokie. Uh, Jordan, Joanna, are we ready? Yes. One second, one second, one second. I got the iPad out. All right. I'm taking this seriously. Make sure that Apple Pencil's working. Okay, mm -hmm. she's working. She's good. We're ready. <laughs> All righty, here we go. Question one. On March 15th, 1820, what state entered the Union as a free state as a part of the Missouri Compromise? The answer is not Missouri. I will say that. <laughs> Literally? Okay, never mind. Oh, this is wrong. Oof, Lord. So wrong. Okay. Uh, Jordan, what is your answer? Um, I'm not even going to show it. Um, I'm just going to say Kansas. <gasps> I wrote Jordan. Kansas as well. Kansas. Um, it was not Kansas. Uh, you're in the wrong part of the country. It's actually Maine, believe it or not. <laughs> um, the, the area that is now the state of Maine was a part of Massachusetts until then. Um, Missouri was admitted as a slave state on August 10th, 1821. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. This was all part of the Missouri Compromise. Kansas came in um, with the Kansas-Nebraska Act. Mason, is that correct? Uh, yeah, that would that would be correct. Well, that was the Enabling Act that officially created the Kansas Territory and gave it a path to statehood. The actual Enabling Act that brought Kansas in would be signed a couple of years after that. Got it. Thank you. Question two. The librettist for Mozart's Die Zauberflöte sang what role in the opera's premiere? Oh. Do we have answers? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Jordan, what is your answer? <clears throat> I put Papageno. Joanna. I put Scarpia. I don't think Scarpia is in Die Zauberflöte. <laughs> That's um, the most girl. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it was, in fact, Papageno. Uh, uh, Jordan! Emmanuel Schikanator uh, was the librettist. And in 1798, uh, so after the Magic Flute, he wrote the libretto for Das Labyrinth, uh, which is a sequel to Tizapaflota with music by Peter von Winter, mm. which, of course, was well after Mozart's death. But Ooh. yeah, he played Papageno in the premiere. So there you go. Wow. And finally, question three. 3,000 people regularly cross per green light at the Shibuya Crossing, a large intersection in what city? Oh my and gosh. I will say that Mason wrote this question, but I, I reworded it. Shibuya? It <laughs> Shibuya. Yeah, uh, Shibuya, um, S-H-I-B-U-Y-A. Oh my God. Oh my I've God. never heard of that, wow. Um, <clears throat> three thousand people. Yeah, and I'll I'll yeah. just I'll just say that it's outside of the United States. Yeah, it's three thousand <laughs> per green light. Three thousand per green light. Okay, Shibuya. <laughs> I have like top two answers for that choice. Okay. <clears throat> well, maybe what maybe give us uh, your top answer. And then if it's wrong, then I'll let you give your second answer. And if that's correct, we'll give you half credit. Okay. 
Half credit. Love um, half credits. But uh, but we'll we'll go to Jordan first if he's ready. Can you go to Joanna first? Okay, <laughs> uh, we'll get Joanna's first answer first. I was thinking an overpopulated city, so like India. Can Can you name a city <laughs> in India, please? I literally don't know. Mason's just like, who brought her hair? <laughs> um, okay, I don't know any. Oh my god, my brain is blanking out on cities. Death. No, I'm just gonna pass. Actually. Do you want to give us your second choice then as your first choice? It was another country. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna say like China, but I well, can, can you name a city in China? One of the biggest ones, what Beijing? Okay, uh, Jordan. Okay, okay. I'm gonna go on a little, a bit of a tangent because <laughs> I really want I really want this point. I was watching this Asian drama, this like action drama called Alice in Borderland, and I remember. It was at Shibuya Station, but I cannot remember if it was a K-drama or a Japanese drama. I feel like it was Japanese. So I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it's Tokyo, Japan. Uh, the answer is Tokyo. You're kidding! Mason, do you want to provide yeah. any? So the, the Tokyo Crossing is the yeah, Shibuya Crossing. By the way, Shibuya is one of the wards of Tokyo. The wow. special wards, technically, because the actual city of Tokyo was hasn't technically existed since 1948 when it was merged with the whole prefecture. But uh, one of the most famous part uh, wards of Tokyo is Shibuya, and the central part of Shibuya has this giant scramble crossing just right in the middle that's famous for having all sorts of ads that will. Uh, go on you know it's been featured in all sorts of meat of uh media that comes from japan and about japan uh including uh, uh the aforementioned uh movie that jordan mentioned uh but yeah it's it's one of the most famous landmarks in the city wow joanna you gotta start watching more tv <laughs> i know i don't i don't because that's the only reason yeah only reason why i got that pressure thing was because i was thinking of the crown like i I just watched that episode last night, actually. Um, <laughs> though I had, I had, I had already written the question. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't watch a lot of shows. I only watch documentaries. <laughs> well, that's the end of the game. <laughs> um, Mason, can you please give us the final score? Uh, I think this might be a trivia over T. Burr. Is it a Burr? Because uh, Joanna did not score a point in the second half. Is that a? <laughs> Uh, is that is that a first? Um, I don't think so. You don't um, think, okay. Yeah. Really, I think it's the first in one that I've score kept, at least. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, Jordan, uh, he added eighty more points to his wow. total in that final round. So, uh, with a final score of two seventy five to sixty, uh, Jordan has won the game. Yay! Well, Jordan, congratulations. Uh, do you have anything that you'd like to say? I would like to say that I came in here today, rolled out of my bed, and really just didn't believe in myself. And I think something shifted in my spirit in between the first round and the second round that really allowed me to 
to use God to speak through me and get all of these answers correct. And I think also I deserve some sort of award, maybe <laughs> like Photoshop an award into my hands here. And um, yeah, I'm just very proud of myself. I'm happy to have whooped Joanna um, this, this fine Sunday morning. And this is a great way to start off my spring break. So yeah, I'm glad to be here. Well, we'll, we'll get our uh, graphic design team uh, to, to work on mm -hmm. photoshopping a word for you. Um, but I, I hope that you'll settle for um, a sticker that uh, that oh. I will bring the next time that I'm at USC. I will literally put it like in the most important place. I'll put it in front of my mirror. So I always look at it. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Jordan, for those lovely comments. Uh, that's our show for this week, folks. Uh, thank you, Jordan and Joanna, for being on the show today, as well as Mason Cook for being our scorekeeper and for composing the music. Today's questions were written by Mason Cook and yours truly. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. And check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Trivia Over Tea. And feel free to message us there or on our Twitter account, which is also a Trivia Over Tea, uh, if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show. And tune in in two weeks, probably. I mean, Lord only knows when we'll do another episode. Um, when we'll probably have two new contestants and 33 more fantastic questions. So thank you. We will see you in two